0: Welcome to episode 100 of my podcast. It's taken about three and a half years, but I've finally reached that milestone. I want to take this opportunity to thank everyone who has listened to the show at some point since it began in 2020. This has always been quite a humble project in a lot of ways. The episodes are short because they're essentially audio versions of the articles I write for my website. I've had no guests no elaborate long-form series, and no sponsors. Really, the podcast is just an extension of my site. Everything I write and record is an effort to share my enthusiasm for the things that interest and excite me, particularly classic science fiction and video games. I hope you've enjoyed listening to these episodes and that you'll keep listening in the future. There's so many more things I hope to share with you one day. Hopefully I'll eventually be able to share some longer and more ambitious articles and episodes. In the meantime, I'd be really interested to hear from you. You can reach me via the contact form on my site, andyjohnson.xyz. How did you find out about the podcast? What episodes do you like the most? And is there anything in particular you'd like to hear me talk about in the future? So thank you again, and here's to another 100 episodes. It wasn't pre-planned, but for episode 100, I have a particularly excellent book to talk about. Joe Haldeman's 1974 classic, The Forever War. The first step was the development of advanced starships. The second step was the discovery of collapsars, which defy the laws of physics and make faster-than-light travel possible. With these developments, by the end of the 20th century, humanity is poised to master the stars. There is only one thing standing in the way. The aliens they dub Torans, Responsible for the destruction of a number of Earth's colony ships, these creatures squat malevolently, on the worlds around key Collapsars. To combat the threat, the Elite Conscription Act is used to forge a new interstellar fighting force. Earth's brightest and best are equipped with the latest weapons and sent to fight on desolate distant worlds with low gravity and lakes of liquid helium. Their mission is to find and defeat the Torrents and make the galaxy safe for human expansion. This is a new kind of war. Travelling at relativistic speeds on the way to Collapsars causes powerful time dilation effects, cutting the soldiers off from their families. Within just a few years of subjective time, the Torans might have advanced their technology by several generations. And if the troops ever get back to Earth, they may not even recognise it, or what remains of the human species. The war with the Taurens stretches on for a thousand years from Earth's frame of reference. But was it all worthwhile? Originally published in book form in 1974, The Forever War is a brilliant science fiction novel by American author and Vietnam War veteran Joe Haldeman. While frequently compared with another iconic military SF novel, Robert A. Heinlein's Starship Troopers from 1959, it deserves to be recognised on its own terms. Peter F. Hamilton has called it a damn near perfect book with some justification. This is a science fiction novel that every fan of the genre ought to read. Initially, segments from The Forever War were published in Analog Science Fiction and Fact, which at the time was edited by Ben Bover. The first such story, Hero, had been rejected by the previous editor, the legendary John W. Campbell, in part because it featured men and women serving in the military together. After The Forever War was published in book form in 1974, it was a major success for Haldeman. Over the course of the next two years, it won the Hugo, Nebula and Locus awards for best novel. This rapturous reception was completely justified. The Forever War is a superb book, which is by turns exciting, tragic and thought-provoking. It's a perfect example of its author playing to his specific strengths, being rooted both in Haldeman's studies in physics and astronomy at the University of Maryland and his time serving as a combat engineer in Vietnam, where he was wounded. Military science fiction is often associated with crass and jingoistic stories, bedevilled by thin characters and thick trenches of technical detail, and written by authors with obnoxiously right-wing views. The Forever War is very different. It paints a picture of interstellar combat which is as convincing as it is humane. It's also written with real economy, with each chapter moving the story forwards and exploring new aspects of Haldeman's unsettling future history. The novel is told in first person from the perspective of new recruit William Mandela. Conscripted for his high intelligence, peak fitness, and background in physics, Mandela is subjected to harsh training, first in Missouri on Earth and later on Charon, a planet beyond Pluto. Numerous recruits are killed during dangerous live fire exercises and due to the planet's brutal conditions. The soldiers are told that Torans have destroyed human colony vessels and that they are being trained to retaliate. Much of the book follows Mandela's military career. More through luck than judgement, he survives numerous engagements with the Taurans and is promoted into the senior ranks. He ages slowly relative to the hundreds of years passing on Earth. During a brief time living there as a civilian, he's alienated by the changes that have taken place. His home world has endured catastrophic ration wars and is now overpopulated and violent, with jobs being in desperately short supply. Mandela and his lover, fellow trooper Mary Gay, try to enjoy the new world as best they can. They're among the first soldiers to return from the war and have become celebrities, wealthy ones due to the effects of compound interest. Despite their best efforts, they become increasingly alienated, and tragedy befalls them. They re-enlist, hoping to become combat instructors on Earth's moon, but fall victim to a standing order recalling them to combat duty. Later, Mandela finds that Tauran technology has come on leaps and bounds. In one ironic twist, he finds himself fighting with primitive weapons inside a torin stasis field that neutralises electromagnetic radiation. Mandela spirals further and further away from any semblance of the world he once knew. He becomes a senior commander, viewed with disgust and suspicion by his troops, who see him as a throwback, still chained to obsolete heterosexuality. In time, he lives to see humanity's final transformation, which may bring with it the prospect of peace at last. The Forever War is a truly accomplished military science fiction novel. It offers everything that genre implies – speculation about future warfare, heroic action, and a clear-eyed prediction of technologies to come. It does all of this while never sinking to the level of jingoism, and while asking a set of important questions about conflict, command, change, and communication. Haldeman's novel deals with the long-term consequences of short-term decisions and how people and states can become trapped in ruinous wars that diminish and corrupt them. This central point is of obvious relevance to the Vietnam War, in which the author had fought, and which was just coming to an end at the time of publication. It's still significant in the context of today's forever wars, now a common phrase, which only spread more insecurity, fear and hatred around the world. With its visceral but profoundly humane take on a future conflict in deep space, the Forever War is a classic of 1970s science fiction. Thanks for listening to this episode. You can find more of my writing in text and audio form at my site andyjohnson.xyz. You can also find me on Twitter at andyjohnsonuk, and you can support me at patreon.com andyjohnson. Catch you next time.